When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour, Clay and Buck. We are going to break down a whole bunch of stories from the world of politics right now. Got a lot of things happening, moving pieces all over the place right now. You had CPAC over the weekend, and uh, I heard it was some very good speeches. I didn't go. I didn't see it this year. Um, But Trump gave, I think, a two-hour address. He said he would be the retribution against the woke left-wing authoritarian madness. You had Ron DeSantis in California on a book tour, not a presidential nomination tour, let's be clear. A book tour that just happens to take him to many states across the country at a time when people are wondering if he's going to run for president. I I respect the strategy. Um, But beyond that, we also had Joe Biden over the weekend, and he spoke in Alabama, in Selma, at the 58th anniversary of the police attack on black protesters there during the civil rights movement. And again, this is Democrats like Joe Biden spend a lot of time pretending that the country hasn't made tremendous uh, progress over the last, well, 60 years, uh, pretending like we are facing the same issues now as we were then, uh, which is unfair and an exaggeration of the racism that exists in this country now versus what was true in the past. But more to the point, Joe Biden also exaggerates and makes up stuff about himself constantly. He does so in a way that really makes you think it's second nature to him. Uh, you get the sense that he is a compulsive liar actually that this is just the way that he has always done politics here he is for example talking about how when he was a when he was a college student remember when joe biden was when joe biden was born i mean you go back you start looking clay at some of what was going you know joe biden was born before the civil rights movement joe biden goes way back 
Um, 20 years before the Civil Rights Movement. Not, yeah. not even that close. Joe Biden was born basically in World War II. Yes. And Joe Biden wants everyone to know that he is very much, uh, was very much ready to, to be right alongside the brave protesters on the bridge in Selma. And, you know, he, he was basically like a civil rights hero up north. People just didn't realize it yet. Play 30. I was a student up north in the civil rights movement. I remember feeling how guilty I was. I wasn't here. How could we all be up there? And you going through what you went through, looking at those, I can still picture. Okay, first of all, notice the notice that I was a student up there in the civil rights. No, you were like bottom of your class at what, at, at Syracuse Law School or something? But, you know, you, you weren't. You know, Joe Biden, Joe Biden's whole pretense that he was practically a freedom rider himself, that he, he was just, you know, just a few steps away from being one of the great heroes of the civil rights movement. It's a lie, Clay, which is well, that that in itself. But it's even a little bit worse than that. My friend David Harsanyi, who's an excellent columnist, really smart guy, he points this out, that what makes this this is David writing. What makes this lie particularly revolting is that Biden was actually best buddies with a bunch of segregationists, and that during his first campaign for president, he bragged about getting an award for best young legislator from George Wallace. And by the way, that was also not true. So the guy who was buddy-buddy with all the segregationists when he was actually in elected office, Clay, to start his career, thinks he was a, he was basically a civil rights activist when he was in college. Well... Look, what's the most memorable moment of Kamala Harris's entire presidential campaign before she dropped out without receiving a single vote? She attacked Joe Biden for being racist. And what she cited was his 1970s opposition to school busing, during which Joe Biden himself said he did not want Delaware to end up in a racial jungle. And I'm paraphrasing here. That's a decade after the most people would say the civil rights era ended as there was still fighting in states like Delaware over how much integration of schools there would be. Joe Biden was against, in the 1970s, the integration of Delaware schools because of the racial jungle that might ensue. Now, Joe Biden has got 50 years of crazy different political opinions but pretending that he went to black churches, which he said recently, there's no evidence that he ever went to black churches. Pretending that he was in some way involved in the civil rights movement, there's no evidence that that ever occurred. And there's direct evidence of his time as a United States senator when he is opposing the integration of races and also bragging about his relationship with guys like Strom Thurmond, who are avowed segregationists. Remember, Strom Thurmond, George Wallace, as you mentioned, Strom Thurmond ran as a Dixiecrat uh, in, in a third-party presidential campaign. So all of this, when he's claiming to be now some sort of moral virtue uh, for his pronouncements during the civil rights era, and even today, Buck, and I think this is significant, 
He's still lying. Remember all of the speeches that he gave a couple of years ago about democracy under siege and Jim Crow 2.0, and it's even worse than that. It's This is Jim Eagle, and this is the most dangerous time that our country has ever seen since the Civil War. He went down to Georgia and made all those arguments. And then they polled black voters in Georgia and asked them whether they thought that it was a free and fair election, and literally 0% of black Georgians in the poll that I saw said that they felt like their will to vote was being subverted. But Biden is still saying, he said it yesterday, still trying to spread this lie that somehow there is a great attempt to subvert our democracy by not allowing citizens to vote. Listen to this thing. The right it to is vote, to have your vote counted is the threshold of democracy and liberty. With it, anything's possible. Without it, Without that right, nothing is possible. And this fundamental right remains under assault. We know that we must get the votes in Congress <coughs> to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act and the Freedom to Vote Act. I made it clear I will not let a filibuster obstruct the sacred right to vote. All right. So here's what he's already setting the table for, Buck. If he loses in 2024, do you think Democrats are going to say, oh, Joe Biden was a bad candidate, we just happened to lose to whoever the Republican candidate is? No, they're going to say what they did after Russia collusion, the new Russia collusion argument, is going to be, oh, Republicans won because they subverted our democracy and they didn't allow our voters to vote. That's what they're going to say for four years. Until Democrats admit that, they tried to weaponize the deep state for a soft coup against Donald Trump in 2016 and that the entire Democrat media apparatus went along with a massive lie, a massive lie that Trump was a Russian asset. I feel no compulsion whatsoever to sit here and play their game of, oh, well, do you deny, do you do you accept Joe Biden as your lawful and rightful president? I want to tell them things that I cannot say on the radio when they make those demands of me. I also want to point, because cause I'm sorry, you know, y- you can't have it be a one-way war here. You can't have it be a one-way fight, or else you're just getting abused. And I know a lot of people, a lot of Republicans, a lot of Trump voters feel that way. They feel like, so we got to get abused from from 2016 to 2020. There was no reckoning. If anything, the 2020 election had big tech collusion with the Democrats through fraud, which is 100% the case. The suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop, which was clearly meant to help Joe Biden the final stretch for what was a very narrow win for Biden by the numbers as it was. You add to that places like Pennsylvania with Democrats changing the rules because of COVID when they were just they were gaming the system and it was a, a violation of the Constitution. I could go through violation of the Pennsylvania state constitution. I could go through all these things. And we're supposed to ignore all that and say, you're right, Joe Biden is the lawful, duly elected in the most free and fair election. No, I get it. I understand why people have one finger that they want to rely on in response to these demands from the left. But I would also say this. I mentioned what uh, what Joe Biden, what a fraud he is. And his whole, his whole career, it's, it's just a bunch of grinning dentures with talking points that work for him in the moment. And that's all he's ever really been. Joe Biden has never taken a hard stand once in his political life. He's the ultimate machine politician. Delaware, as we all know, he's basically the lackey of the credit card companies and the corporate interests in Delaware. But, oh, yeah, he's such a man of the people. But I mentioned the George Wallace connection to Biden. Biden, who's going, you know, he's also doing his whole, uh, I can't remember, you know, he's he, he changes the way he speaks a little bit depending on where Biden is, too, you know. 
starts uh, start throwing in more apostrophes in places because, you know, he's such a man of the people, Joe Biden. In September 1988, this is from the Philadelphia Inquirer, by the way, while campaigning in Alabama, Biden talked about his sympathy for the South, bragged of an award he had received from George Wallace in 1973, and pointed out we Delawareans were on the South side in the Civil War. <laughs> that, I just, you know, I think people hear that I am, this is Newsweek citing the Philadelphia Inquirer. This is not, you know, rightwingpatriot1776.com or something. So that is the guy who's now going, oh, I was, you know, I was basically, I was, man, I was there, I was ready, I was, you know, fighting civil rights, man, yeah, not a joke. Total lie. 20 years after the civil rights movement, I presume that those quotes came from his ill-fated 1988 campaign for the presidency when he was trying to appeal to primary voters in the South by claiming that he and Delaware were (laughs) connected to the Confederacy. But that's just the perfect point, right? Joe Biden was willing to claim that Delaware was a southern state in the Civil War in order to try to get appeal uh, in the 1980s right. South, 20 years after the Civil Rights Movement. That's 20 years, right? Let's say the Civil Rights Movement effectively ends in 68 with the assassination of MLK. We can argue about exactly historically when that is, but I think the election of Richard Nixon, all those things, all right? So 20 years after that, now he's going back to Selma and claiming that he was going to black cho- black churches, that he was uh, that he was an avowed uh, supporter of civil rights. When he was an essential records... component of the thriving Puerto Rican community in Delaware right. as well, as you may remember, he That's was. Right. Uh, he, he doesn't speak Spanish, but in his heart, he speaks Spanish. Joe Biden. Well, he and Corn Pop they had their big discussion about the civil rights movement back in the day. We need to just keep playing the Corn Pop audio every now and then because from that moment. I don't know that any American president has ever said anything more ridiculous than Joe Biden's corn pop stories uh, when he was running for, for president. In my life, anyway. I'm sure there were crazy things that were said before. But in my life as an adult, like paying attention to politics, I'm not sure anybody has ever said anything crazier. I, I also I really think it's not. worth reminding everybody that the the narrative that was created uh, by the Democrat apparatus of Joe Biden is that he's this as you you said it before it's very true it's grandfatherly figure a guy you want to have a beer with a good guy salt of the earth you can trust him he's a there is nothing that is sacred to joe biden joe biden would in the most flagrant fashion try to distort even personal tragedy as we've discussed with his wife being killed he said by a drunk driver that is a lie but it wouldn't be enough to say that his wife just died in a car accident. That, by the way, that belief is that she it is a know, tragedy. But it's a it's tragedy, tragedy right? That's but bad she, enough. The belief is that she ran a stop sign. It can happen. It's a tragedy. It's very sad. But nothing is sacred to him. He would lie about the death of his own wife for political advantage. That is who Joe Biden is. So none of this should be even a little bit surprising to people. And all this, oh, you know, he's returned to normalcy and guy down the middle. He is a tool of the left. He is just, it's a lot of Botox and grinning and, you know, the same speeches he's been giving for 30 years about the folks. But really, he's just meant to hide the Marxist lunatic agenda of the left wing in America. And unfortunately, that's what he's been successful at so far. Got to tell you, you have a little bit lower energy 
than you expected? Maybe you felt like Joe Biden when he was trying to go up the stairs after his speech and he tripped and nearly fell again. You don't want to have Joe Biden-level energy. You don't want to have Joe Biden-level frailty. Let's be honest. You don't want to have Biden White House-level collapse of masculinity. That's why you need chalk. They have both male and female vitality stacks customized for your individual uh, needs. They will help you increase, particularly if you're a man, your testosterone levels. They'll help fix hormone imbalances, fatigue, all of it, all natural. And you can sign up today and learn all about it at chalk.com. That's spelled C-H-O-Q.com. You use my name, Clay, when you make your first purchase on the site. You get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life. Not just your first purchase or your first year's purchase. 35% off everything you buy for life. That's C-H-O-Q.com. You know, we're coming up on spring break season. Going to be traveling around. Coming into the summer, you're going to want better energy, better vitality, better testosterone. Get in touch with your masculinity at Chalk.com. 35% off at C-H-O-Q.com. Again, C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Clay. The torch of truth. Past and still lit every day. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. 
You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com buck. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Uh, we're talking about the fact that we got basically Joe Biden penciled in as the Democrat nominee in 2024. Continues to be a lot of shuffling going around, but Jill Biden effectively announced that Joe was running. She did another sit-down interview, and I do think it's worth asking, why is the first lady doing more interviews one-on-one than the President of the United States. I don't believe Joe Biden has done a press conference in something like 120 days, which is virtually unheard of. He spent 40% of his presidency out in Delaware. He flies away on uh, the choppers pretty much every Thursday or Friday, doesn't come back until Monday. I mean, he's out of the office a huge part of the time. Well, Nikki Haley said that she thought anybody over the age of 75 should be subject to cognitive tests to see whether or not they had the capability to be president of the United States. Here was Jill Biden's response to that question. Listen. Nikki Haley, one of the Republican candidates, is calling for mental competency tests for those politicians over the age of 75. What do you think about that? Ridiculous. Would your husband ever take one of those? I mean, we haven't even discussed. We would never even discuss something like that. Buck, it seems like kind of reasonable, frankly, for Joe Biden to take a competency test. And I will say this, too. I hope in the wake of Fetterman, the media is more willing to examine fitness for office than they have been in the past. Because Fetterman has been such a disaster. I think it's impossible to defend that that line of questioning isn't acceptable. Would they still vote for him anyway, though? Even if he failed. Even if he failed the, the basic cognitive function test. I really believe, um, I really believe, Clay, that the, uh, the Democrat base, everybody who cast a vote for Joe Biden around uh, the last time around, who is a Democrat, is willing to cast a vote for him this time around, no matter what that test would show. You'd have to go to some independents, some you know, some swing voters, maybe in some places, but overall, I just think we're at a post-competency presidential state now. Unfortunately, you may be right, as John Fetterman remains in hospitalization, can't even do the job at all. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does, too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit. That's the ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started. In less than eight minutes, you'll see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee, that was kept on payroll during COVID. GetRefunds.com already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. May be able to help you too. No upfront charges. They don't get paid until you get paid. 
And why not check and see if you qualify right now? Because the refund only available for a limited amount of time. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Slay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. I'm not going to let this happen. going to let it happen. I will totally obliterate the deep state. I will fire. I am your retribution, Trump said at CPAC of the weekend. I will obliterate the deep state. Now, for those who are very much still Trump Voters, I should say, not just Trump supporters, because I think that that encompasses people who voted for him twice before and still are favorable to Trump and would support him going forward. But Trump primary voters, it's an even more specific way of putting it. They love this. This is fantastic. This is great for those who are undecided or not Trump primary voters, which doesn't mean they won't vote him vote for him in the general if he does win. There are some questions about, you know, why didn't you do this the first four years? That's the one thing I am hearing a lot. And I understand that there are people who have responses to that. Why didn't you build the wall? Oh, it was too hard. It wasn't possible. It was okay. But it's a different thing when you promise it the first time than when you promise the same things or similar things the second time. Something that I think Trump is going to have to overcome if he's going to win this primary it is a different time now than 2016 that's the statement of the obvious but it's important also not going to have the same media environment clay here's trump taking a shot at fox news play 13 we're leading every republican by massive numbers and very importantly perhaps more importantly we're leading biden by a lot and we're leading kamala by a lot and every time the polls go up higher and higher, the prosecutors get crazier and crazier. We got to stop these guys. He says, we have to stop Trump now. We got to stop him now because we can't stop him at the ballot box. You know, they tried that in 2016. How did that work out? Not too good. And we actually, and I have to say this, I hope Fox doesn't turn off, but we did much better in 2020 than we did in 2016. Clay, he also tweeted out, after this, from his Truth Social account, how does Rupert Murdoch say there was no election fraud when 2,000 mules shows on government tape that there were millions of stuffed ballots? And he goes, it's a much longer tweet than that, but he says that. I, I don't remember ever in 2016 Trump going after Fox News. This is a Trump. different Trump you're dealing with right now. So first of all, I am your retribution is a badass line. Let's just be honest. It I mean, is. There's it's a, a good lot line. Of, it's a good there's line. There's a lot of people out there that want that, right? They want somebody to take a sword up and start chopping off heads. I mean, that's the reality. There are so many people out there angry, furious. And I understand that because I feel it deep in my core over everything that happened to this country with COVID and the fact that we still haven't had retribution. We haven't had a reckoning. Uh, you know, Trump's not far from saying, I am the storm. 
you know? Uh, so uh, I am the reckoning, and I think that would be a very powerful message. In terms of the feud with Rupert Murdoch, a part of me, Buck, thinks that this is Trump's attempt to reclaim the mantle of outsider that he had in 2016. Because nobody saw Trump coming in 2016. The challenge that he has in 2024 is he's the presumptive front runner. And so it's harder to be the uh, the change agent when you've already been president of the United States. But I think what Trump is starting to kind of coalesce around this message, and I'm curious how you would analyze this and see if you would agree, Buck. I think Trump is trying to paint DeSantis as the insider candidate. The guy that all of the Rupert Murdochs and the Jeb Bushes and the and the and the you know former Speaker Ryan, he's their guy. He is the establishment choice, and I am the renegade. I am the people's champion. Right? That's an interesting branding move, and I think it may be Trump's strongest attack ad against DeSantis. If I'm if I'm uh, DeSantis, I don't want Paul Ryan coming out and being like, I love Ron DeSantis. And I don't want Jeb Bush coming out and saying, I love Ron DeSantis. I understand you may want their private support, but that to me plays into Trump against the world. This is a sports thing. Trump's a big sports guy, Buck. So is DeSantis for that matter. But what does every coach try to convince his team? No one believes in you. Like you could be the greatest dynasty of all time. Georgia just won back-to-back national championships, and on the field after they won their second championship, everybody's interviewing them, and they're like, "Kirby Smart said you guys disrespected us." Nick Saban convinces Alabama players nobody thinks they're any good. You've been favored in every game for six years. This to me is what Trump's trying to do. He's trying to replay 2016 by putting DeSantis in the Hillary role. And I think it's a really interesting move. That's the way that I would kind of look at this strategically. If this were 2016, really, I I think, by the way, I think your assessment of what he's trying to do is totally spot on. So I think that's, that is his, his mindset is, is, and this is, but, but it's interesting. He's also saying that DeSantis wants to cut Medicare and Social Security. That was another attack on him recently, which is not. In a, the same you know, message. Although that's a Paul Ryan thing, right? So yeah. it's interesting to see how it, it it's not going to be consistent no matter what. I think we all we all know that. But to run as the outsider candidate when you're the former president I is know. a very tough thing to pull off. Like you were in that job. You were the guy. You were the commander in chief. You were rolling around in Air Force One, not Trump Force One. But so, if, it, it, it's a great point, and that's why I said, Buck, my thought is Trump's strongest claim is just to be above the fray. But he's clearly decided that he's going to be in the fray, and I think he's trying to rework the mojo of 2016 by being the outsider candidate. To your point, he's the ultimate insider who's now running as an outsider. The question is, is there so much antipathy? Is there so much anger? Is there so much distrust that this populist appeal of I'm the people's champion. DeSantis is the rhino, right? That's what he's going to try to do, I think, based on this line of attack. Is that enough to win the Republican nomination? I mean, look, the the problem Trump is going to have, if and when DeSantis gets in, and I think we all obviously expect that he will, 
The, tr- the problem Trump is going to have is that all of the things that Trump is going to promise, DeSantis is going to be able to say, or any of By the way, wait, hold on. It doesn't have to be just DeSantis. We had a shot across the bow from Mike Pompeo over the weekend. Did you see this one? Yeah, I did this. See is this is cut five on our sheet. Is tr- This is from his former CIA director and Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Is Trump a conservative? Listen to this answer. Play five. I think a President Pompeo or any conservative president will do better than not only we did during the four years of the Trump administration, but Barack Obama, George Bush. The list is long, Shannon, of folks who come to Washington on one theory and don't aren't prepared to stand up and explain to the American people how we're actually going to get that right. It matters to the next generation. The system is at risk. If we don't get it right, we are $31 trillion in the hole. We've got to begin to grow the economy, build it back with lower taxes. And when we do that and grow our economy, we'll get it right back right. It's going to take a true conservative leader, Shannon. Are you saying that President Trump wasn't a true conservative leader? $6 trillion more in debt. That's never the right direction for the country. I mean, that's a, that's a shot across the bow from Pompeo at Trump at the $6 trillion he spent on COVID during lockdowns. And a lot of people are saying, why'd you, why'd you fold up there? Why'd you, why'd you give? Props to our girl Shannon Bream on that follow-up question, too. Like, that is succinctly delivered, well-struck. Like, that's like a, you know, if you're lining up in yeah. the T-box, and you, you know, and trust me, I've been in the T-box a lot of times and not well-struck a drive, but when you actually hit one perfect and you kind of watch it soar yeah. off into the distance, that's about as good of a follow as you could get, succinct to the point and getting an even better answer. Yeah. Well, Shannon's the best. Like, yeah, great, she's great journalist, great person, so I'm, I'm always... Big uh, big applause for Shannon Brady. But that's but you're not right. easy she, to do, right? In no, real time, as you well know, hit that follow-up and have it lead to an even better answer. And you're right. Look, gloves are coming off a little bit early. Pompeo was the CIA director and the Secretary of State for Trump, and he just basically said he's not a conservative leader. Um, you know, what are you seeing out there, folks? What are you feeling on this one? Are, are, it's certainly starting to heat up a bit. I mean, there's more and more back and forth. And, and I think, look, we've got, what are we now? We're in March. We got three months here before the Royal Rumble, which I used to watch. I watched the oh, w- so was WWF and Royal Rumble would happen. Oh, man, it's awesome. Jake the Snake and the British Bulldog and Superfly, Jimmy Snooker and the Ultimate Warrior, all those guys getting in there. You're only be a little out, bit like Buck, that. if you go out over the top rope. Go out through yeah. the middle ropes doesn't count. Go underneath doesn't count. Got to go over the top rope to be uh, eliminated in the Royal this Rumble. Is gonna, it's going to be like a political Royal Rumble, but just... Far less steroid usage. Um, how much is your cell phone bill costing you each month? Is it more than $30? Pure Talk saves the average size family over $900 a year when they switch from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. That's right. You could save $900 a year on your wireless bill and still enjoy ultra-fast 5G service. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. And Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their service, they're backing it up with a 100% money-back guarantee. And making the switch is easy, too. You can keep your phone and the same number, and the customer service team is based right here in the U.S. You'll be supporting a veteran-owned company. So instead of paying a fortune to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile every month, cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, which is my cell phone company. It says Pure Talk right at the top left of my phone all the time. Just dial pound 250. Say Clay and Buck, you'll save 50% off your first month. And don't forget, they've got you covered with a money-back guarantee. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk, 
is simply smarter wireless restrictions apply see site for details download and use the new clay and buck app listen to the program live catch up on any part of the show you might have missed stay current with what clay and buck are saying on tv find the clay and buck app in your app store and make it part of your day why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995 G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com buck. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we power through the Monday edition of the program. Whoever the Republican nominee is, Trump, DeSantis, Pompeo, whoever is out there that ends up the nominee, it's important to recognize that they are going head-to-head with this man. The man 
who stood up to Corn Pop. I don't think we can play this audio enough. This is the single craziest thing I've ever heard an American presidential candidate do. do. I, sorry, even the idea of the Corn Pop story is so crazy. We've got a couple of cuts for you. Joe Biden explaining his summer lifeguarding job when he and Corn Pop, man, they had a significant battle. Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did, and back in those days, to show how things have changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. Well, he came off, and he said, I'll meet you outside. My car, this was mostly, these were all public housing behind it. My car, there was a gate out here. I parked my car outside the gate. And I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He was waiting for three guys in straight razors. Not a joke. We got more. The corn pop story continues, Buck. Here again, here's more. There's a guy named Bill Wright, the only white guy, and he did all the pools. He was the mechanic. And I said, what am I going to do? He said, there used to be a chain that went across the deep end. And he cut off a six-foot length of chain. He folded up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. And I walked up to my car. And they had, they, in those days, you used to remember the straight race, you'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. I said, when I tell you get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again. But I shouldn't have called you, Esther Williams. I apologize for that. He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that. Not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor, and my heart began to beat again. So, so three guys were going to slice joe biden up with razors and he went and grabbed a six foot length of chain which by the way is a pretty pretty junkyard biden here junkyard talking about the junkyard dog would come in with the chain on the shoulders i was gonna say it's as though joe biden had just watched what was that movie with the gangs in new york uh the war was a warriors back in way back in the day is that right You, you know what i'm talking about or yeah, the Warriors. You know, the Warriors. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen. Oh the yeah, yeah. All about all about the these gangs fighting each other in, in New York, or you know, it's like that old old school. In the seventies, people were always worried, or rather, the seventies gangs carried chains and and lead pipes. Remember, people would swing lead pipes. There was a. You, I don't know if you played video games growing up, but in uh, in Double Dragon, remember the game Double Dragon? You could get a chain, you could hit people oh, yeah. with, you could get a pipe, you oh, hit yeah. people with. That is very very effective in the video game. I don't think Joe Biden went out there with a length of chain ready to take on three guys with razor blades over some pool thing. But this is like actually, I mean, first of all, it's hilarious. Of course, the whole the whole notion is, is so absurd. But it's classic Joe Biden. Then it's just all made up. It's just all a giant fabrication. And nobody cares because Joe Biden is supposed to lie all the time. That is his job. Joe Biden has spent his entire adult life being the guy who is supposed to sell the car off the lot that everybody knows is going to have the engine fall out within the first 10 miles. That's his job. It's also what the COVID shot did. Uh, That's the analogy that I make on the COVID shot, is we got lemon laws all over this country. If you buy a bad used car and it immediately stops working, you can go sue. It's what we should be able to do with the COVID shot. Now, we were talking about strategy. How Trump is going to approach DeSantis and what he's going to try to do to win this nomination battle. New York Times over the weekend had a, I think it was a front page story, 
talking about Trump recognizing that 2024 was not going to be a coronation like 2020 was. It was going to be a real battle, and it could drag on for months and months before somebody ends up being uh, the uh, the nominee. And DeSantis, what is the angle for DeSantis going forward? Like, if I were sitting back, I just told you what I think Trump is going to do. Uh, my advice was be above the fray. You're the president. Trump has decided I'm going to define DeSantis as the establishment candidate. And I'm running as the common man candidate, the anti-establishment candidate. And, and that's an interesting strategy. What should DeSantis do? If you are Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislature is opening today, what is the best path by which he could garner the Republican nomination? We'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back at the top of the hour. But as a tease, Buck, I would say DeSantis runs as I don't have any problem with Trump at all. I think Trump did a fantastic job for four years. I think he should have won in 2020. I think they rigged the election against him. But what I can do is I can serve for eight years, and I can be a more effective version of all the things Trump wants to do. That, to me, is his best pitch. We already know who these two individuals are. DeSantis is going to run as, I'm just about focus, discipline, and results for all of you. Points on the board. Trump is going to run as, I'm a force of nature showman who's the only one who can take on the machinery against me. And everything else is going to flow from those two basic conceptions, I think. I think that's right. And and I think Trump has basically decided DeSantis is the establishment. What are they saying on the other side about DeSantis? we got some crazy audio next. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 